developing? Who are the ones who are ahead in the game? What are the different creative ways in which they're trying to reach out to the customers? Because at the end of the day, the brand is always associated with the product very closely about how people feel about it. Yes. So our vision is to ensure that we kind of collect information mm-hmm. and publish articles and insights which a lot of organizations can use within their products in terms of the branding. We also realize that uh, it's important to recognize based on our rigid standards in terms of who gets an award in specific industry types. So it's a roughly five to six month kind of an activity where uh, a large team of uh, analysts Mm -hmm. do a lot of secondary and primary data research. They do a lot of interviews. They do a lot of surveys. They look at various uh, social media uh, feedback about how people perceive the product. Mm. And we kind of send out nominations to companies which come up in our list. All right. Then we ask a lot of information from these companies. Uh, maybe it could be their profitability. It could be their vision. It is uh, the in- the innovation that they have brought about. Yes. We compile all of the data, and we are a, we have our own algorithms in terms of how we analyze and how we massage the data to get the scoring. And based on the scoring, people get placed. Mm. And once they get an award, we realize that it's nice to have them together because yes. then people from across the world get an opportunity to meet in person because somewhere the the advantage and also the disadvantage of technology is information reaches fast but somewhere there's no name to the face of course and and, uh, a lot of the times there's a disconnect between the person that's supplying the information and sometimes the person that's receiving it on the other end absolutely it's always great to have a face that is attached to the information that you are getting we are going to go a little bit deeper with regards to how the magazine has run uh in a bit but i do want to uh speak to seth ansar ribi who's the ceo of united pension trustees seth Tell us a little bit about the United Pension Trustees. I understand that you you guys are based in Ghana. Yes. Yes. So tell us, what is the purpose of the United Pension Trustees? Okay. Um, let me give you some brief. Um, the pensions industry in Ghana um, went under some review in mm. 2008. Um, it was made better and the new act came up in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, some level of implementation came up in 2010, but full implementation was in 2012, mm-hmm. and that is what we call the three-tier pension scheme. Um, it was, um, should I say, an improvement of the previous uh, pension scheme that was um, out there for the people. All right. right. So, um, United Pensions, proud to that, um, we were an offspring of Vanguard Life Assurance, and um, we were managing provident funds. Mm. So um, a lot of our clients decided that, look, um, you're good at this. Um, this. This new pension thing, why don't you go in for it? And we mm-hmm. thought it was, it was a very good idea. So we set up, and that's the name, United. Yes. You know, so we set up United Pension Scheme, United We Build. You know, um, in 2012 to manage pension and provident funds. Mm. You know, so the main objective of United Pension was um, actually to manage pension funds, um, to to help create um, wealth, retirement wealth for our contributors. And that's a very big problem, I think, especially here in Africa, because a lot of people are living hand to mouth. And uh, when you look at uh, pensions, uh, there are so many people who are unable to retire because they can't afford to retire. Let's speak about how 
Global Brands magazine comes into the picture when it comes to the uh, United Pension Trustees. How do you guys work together in order okay. to ensure that uh, you, you get the right information from them to make sure that you provide a service to the people that is going to ensure that um, they end up on top? Okay, to me um, and to United, um, we think um, this is a very positive uh, move. Mm-hmm. Um, this award means a lot to us. Um, yes, you're right. Um, people live from you know um, what just what they earn. Mm-hmm. They spend everything. It's difficult to save, and that is the reason why. If you look at the awards, we one of the awards is the most innovative product yes. that we have. I'll come to that. Um, those who live in the, or those who work, excuse me, in the um, formal sector, um, are quite, should I say, in quote, lucky because um, their deductions are mandatory. Mm. It's taken out of their salary; it's fully funded, you know. So when they the age sixty or voluntary retirement on fifty-five years, they get a pension. Okay. Now, those who face a lot of risk is the informal sector. Mm. And that is a peculiar market. That is a slippery market and a difficult one. Mm. In that, um, if you look at the informal market, uh, the challenges basically you, um, you face mm. as um, a pension um, trustee is one their distribution. Mm. They don't have um, offices. They don't have addresses um, in court, you know. So to get to them is a bit difficult. Yes. Now, um, to even get their data, where they live, is another difficult task. Hmm. The most difficult one of it is collection. Collection. Yep. How do you collect their monies, even if it is um, 0.20 a day? Hmm. How do you collect it in a very secured way? Because um, if you've gone to Ghana or you've read about Ghana's financial sector of late, um, there are some companies that are going down, you know, microfinance companies and all that, you know. So basically, how do you collect those monies efficiently, efficiently and again in a more secure way? Hmm. And that is the we've been able to break through, and this is the link with um, global brands. Once we have this award, what we think. The collaboration is going to be is to propagate uh, to make us known mm-hmm. um, I wanted to learn a little bit about the South African language I did it. <laughs> we have 11 official languages so depending on which one you want to know uh, how to say my own pension yes. in so you translate it as, a, as you like it but yes. we do we do broadcast yes. to the rest of yes. africa so i think yep. it's best that we keep it in english so that uh, everybody else can understand exactly well. if you come to ghana and you're speaking three is me i'm a pension that's mm. what it means my own pension basically All right. yes um what we've done is um in collaboration with um the tel- telco giant mm. and of course um the giant that you know, MTN. Yes. Yes, MTN is the biggest telco giant in um, Ghana at the moment. And mm-hmm. we have collaborated with MTN Momo, Mobile Money. Yes. Now, we think, and it's worked, that um, the most efficient way to collect is through that medium. 
Mm. You know, they have over 14 million. And mobile money is a very big medium at the moment. A lot of people exactly. uh, who don't have access to bank accounts, etc., are able to transfer money and exactly. receive money. And I think especially when we're looking at uh, cross-border money transfer, it's a very big thing that is happening nowadays with a lot of people who are leaving their countries to go to other countries to work and then needing to send money back home. Now, Shiv, let's, let's go back to talking about uh, GBM. Uh, you guys have over a thousand clients mm-hmm. and the main base or the headquarters mm-hmm. for global brands magazine is in london but That's there are correct. branches in other places this seems like a lot of work mm-hmm. how do you guys as you know gbm actually coordinate everything to ensure that each client receives enough attention and receives the right kind of attention in order to uh, propel them to the next level that's an interesting question, and I guess technology is something which is enabled to do that mm. because uh, uh, we kind of work with uh, uh, a statement which says, uh, "Think global, act local." Yes, uh, because that's the space we are in. So what we do is that we have a very intense research team, and these guys, day in day out, they are looking at uh, various data points about various companies. Mm-hmm. We kind of uh, segmented by industry sector. We segmented by the balance sheet size. We segmented by the kind of innovation somebody brings in. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest uh, examples is UPT, the United Pensions Trust. The reason they came to us is the target segment to which they cater is something which is globally being discussed for a lot of years. Yes. Because potentially insurance is not something you buy, it is sold. Mm. Nobody buys. You've got to go sell. Now, to go sell, there is a cost because somebody has to go. Mm. So, the distribution cost is huge. Now, why UPT came to our attention was during our research, we were looking at people who were investing in innovation to ensure there is more membership, more contributors, where your distribution cost is contained. So, the fact that these guys are tied up with a large telecom company mm. and they were using the mobile wallet to pay is very seamless. Yes. Because the transaction happens without human intervention. Hmm. And their service is so good, the word of mouth has kind of exponentially created more people to kind of subscribe to it. Hmm. Because the explanation is better always done by somebody who is using it than somebody who comes to sell it. So if, for example, you're driving a Toyota, you will tell someone that, man, I've driven a Toyota, it's nice, you Hmm. should buy it. Your friend is more convinced than a sales guy from Toyota trying to come and sell. So coming back to your question, UPT came because of their innovation. Mm. So we have a theme every year based Mm -hmm. on the parameters I said. And the theme breaks it down. And we are now trying to move more towards uh, Europe and the West because most of our uh, events happened in East, then the Middle East. Now we are in Africa. We have done in Europe. Now we want to go to the United States. Mm. Now you got to understand, culturally, these countries uh, look at things differently. So what we're doing is since we are global, we need to understand local nuances too. So what we do is the research happens, we collect data, we massage the data, we fix parameters on which we measure, then we send invitations. And it takes time. It takes about six months for us to establish the connection. And this thousand clients is something which we have built the last five, six years. So Mm. it was not something which was done overnight. Of course. And the clients will not stay with us if we don't give them relevant relevant information which they can use. Mm. And one of the key things we do is that we challenge the companies by giving them a data which they are not aware of. 
Mm-hmm. Because typically, if you're running something, you think that you're doing everything right and the best. Of course. Who is going to come and challenge you? So when we come in, we are going to compare them with competition, and we are unbiased people because mm-hmm. we are third parties. We have no vested interest in promoting one company over the other. We've got a set of parameters. We take all the parameters, we put measures, and then we publish the data. And whoever gets the highest scoring is the one who gets nominated and gets awarded. Now, Shiv, before we speak about the awards currently going on inside, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody listening at home at the moment can hear that there's a lot that is happening mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, uh, firstly, in terms of the sizes of the, the, the clients that you work with, mm-hmm. um, is it, does it vary? Do you have small clients and, and uh, big clients, or are they all of the same caliber? No, we have got a, a variety, and we have got different sizes. Mm-hmm. So to give you a little bit of a comparison, we worked with uh, Emirates. All right. We worked with uh, Stan Chartered. Mm-hmm. Uh, we worked with startups. Mm. So when we segment, we kind of start by looking at who it is. Yes. Uh, our primary focus as a company is that we really don't want to go to the A-list companies mm-hmm. because they are A-list companies. Yes. We want to promote more the guys who are in the middle because they are the ones who become A-list. Yes. And there is so much to learn from them. Mm. And we look at the startups who is trying to make an impact because there are a lot of people who needs visibility. Mm. who needs to be recognized and we are a platform where we have huge followers on twitter mm-hmm. so if there is a company which is small and doing a great job if we recognize them it in in turn enables them for a wider reach of audience so we have had examples where stat- startups have got awarded from us and their business has exponentially grown because now they get inquiries from across the world mm. because probably they were present somewhere in a small little location but they were doing a great job and that need existed in another continent but they didn't know you know Shiv also a very big thing here in South Africa that has uh, kind of been on the come up for the last couple of years I mean we've seen a lot of personalities actually becoming big brands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are there any personalities that you that you as GBM work with is this something if not is this something that maybe will be happening in the future so it's a good question and uh, I personally myself I'm not a big uh, <laughs> a proponent of personality based uh-huh. uh, branding yes. it works for specific industry like the tennis uh, Wimbledon is is always recognized with Rolex yes right uh, golf is recognized with pink hmm. so it depends on the industry but for us we want to focus more on Millenniums, the mm. younger generation, they really don't care about personalities yeah. except the Kardashians. Yes. Right? <laughs> uh, but that is again fashion and jewelry, right? Yes. Now, if you're looking at technology, if you're looking at uh, services, uh, like Uber does not need a, a, a personality, personality yes. because you're, you're giving them a service. So we feel we need to enhance and work with companies mm-hmm. where the service and experience is what we should measure rather than personalities yes now if there is a specific industry tomorrow if we decide which requires celebrities to be included we will work with them mm. but that's not our immediate uh, requirement okay and, and I'll give you a small quick example people said your a-list actors only mm. choose good movies and directors but do you know what Netflix did mm-hmm. all of those guys work for Netflix yes a guy who did a hundred million dollar movie 
today is doing a 20 hour series mm. in netflix what changed yes technology has changed way people consume of course no the perception has changed definitely now seth let's speak about the award ceremony inside uh, i i take it you've been inside already unfortunately i haven't i've just peeked in um it's looking very glamorous it's looking i'm seeing a lot of people who are dressed very well what would you say is the best thing that is happening inside right now well um what i see that that uh, intrigues me actually mm-hmm. is um apart from the setup yes fantastic and uh, 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 the whole program um i i particularly like the messages mm. by the keynote message you know um they are in depth mm-hmm. you know and um, um, it it gives a lot of information i i think uh gbm should keep up this mm. you know um it's a good it's, it's a good uh um, awards program and i think uh they should they should actually uh well there's always room for improvement in anything you do but yes. i think it's a fantastic event now shiv you decided to bring the awards to south africa this year mm-hmm. Uh and I I understand that these this is the 7th annual Global Brands Magazine Awards. Mm-hmm. Tell us about some of the places that you've been before mm-hmm. and why the decision to come to South Africa this year. Interesting. So we've done multiple events in Dubai. Mm-hmm. We've done in Oman, we've done in Hong Kong, we've done in Macau, yes. we've done Singapore, we've done London. Mm. So that's that's the locations we've gone to. Interestingly What happened was last year UPT got an award and they flew down to Macau yes and when I looked at their presentation because uh, you know they did do a keynote speech yes Harold did a speech and he talked about the country and we got a lot of insights of how and what happens in Africa which we were not aware, aware of. of yes the moment that happened I went back to the team and I said that guys whatever it takes we lose money or we make money doesn't matter mm. africa is the place to go <laughs> we reached out to upt we said yes. we don't know nothing of africa mm. can you help us because we've been in countries which were relatively small mm-hmm. africa is big yes now yes. we took a lot of time to even choose johannesburg cape town mm. should we go to ghana should we go to kenya we didn't know uh, right then finally we decided we did our own uh, study we said okay let's stick to johannesburg yes and the big reason for us to come to africa was the presentation and the information which we got from UPT mm-hmm. and UPT has been our sponsors they helped us come here we couldn't do this because africa still cannot spend as much as some of the of course western companies that's a fact yes. it's it's not offend it's 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 to appreciate no, right and these guys helped us they mm. said we will help you come here let the world know what is happening in africa mm. and i think we take a lot of pride that we've come you know to africa uh, and last 6 months we worked just on africa mm. otherwise we have teams who work in two or three different geographies yes. but we said we got to make it happen in africa and interestingly we had a guy uh, who walked up to me and he said that can you come and do this in nambia oh. yes now he All said right. he said he gave his car he said uh, can you please come and uh, can you, uh, give me an opportunity to uh, talk to the minister uh-huh. we will help you make the event and they said please come on help us do that mm-hmm. so, so that sounds that sounds that sounds very interesting and i i'm, I'm looking forward to that so next year mm-hmm. uh where are the awards going so we going to dubai next year the reason being that expo 2020 is happening 
and Dubai is going to be happening next year because Dubai has invested a lot of money to do the Expo 2020 because they want to revive their economy. So what we have done is we chose Dubai next year in January Yes. because it gives a lot of opportunity for people to come and meet multiple other industry and people. Hmm. 2020 is all Dubai. They are throwing billions of dollars. Everybody in the world is going to be there. Yes. So we are going to be in Dubai. But I'm very, very uh, positive that we're going to come back to Africa. Uh, th that's something, I, uh, that's my takeaway from this event today. I mean, if there's already talks about Namibia, then I'm pretty sure you guys are going to be coming back to Absolutely. Africa. Uh, Seth, take us very quickly through uh, if one wants to be a part of something like this, uh, preferably how UPT became a part of uh, a Global Brands Magazine and the awards. What are the steps to follow? Well, um, that's a difficult <laughs> because I want I want it all to myself. Yes, <laughs> I can imagine. Um, well, um, let me just summarize it. Yes. Um, before I even get there, we 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 went for this because um, we wanted to take um, my own pensions to the rest of Africa. Mm. Right. Um, we wanted to follow the footprints of MTN, every African country in which MTN is. Yes. We wanted to be there. All right. Now, um, basically, if, as he rightly said, if you want to be part of GBM, mm. um, yes, you must go through the, 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 should I say, the checklist. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you must win it. <laughs> it's, it's it's just not um, GBM saying, oh, you've come in, so we're giving you an award. Yeah. Mm. You know, um, you must be able to fall within the criteria. Yes. You know, um, luckily for us, yes, we made it mm. in Macau. You know, and then then Africa came in. You know, we were so pleased. We were mm. so so pleased because this is what we actually wanted. Mm. You know, so if any other company wants or any other um, institution wants to be part of GBM, which I would say is a good thing, mm. right? Um, they must actually put their acts right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, going for the selection. Mm -hmm. You know, and actually, um, if if they make it, that's fine. You know, but if if you put your acts right, I don't see why you shouldn't make it. You mm. know? And then, as he said, technology innovation you know that is it that's the key and shiv is there anything that you'd like to add before we wrap it up so the only thing i want to say is that you know uh, one of the things uh, i want all the audience the listeners and you guys to know is that awards are very significant in industries mm. where it is a service and trust is of a, of, of key importance yes because they're collecting money with a promise to pay back in future mm. exactly. why will they trust because mm. he's getting nothing he can't touch Maybe he gets a receipt or oh, SMS. That is, that is so true. I love so, the fact that you've touched on that. If you look at hospitals, they need recognition yes. because that gives reinforcement for people that somebody has recognized. Mm. Diagnostics. You go give your blood for test. Mm. You have to believe the results. So you need somebody who says that, okay, we have endorsed this for a high quality medical research. Yes. Forex. Because, you know, foreign exchange. Yes. Uh, financial sector. Exactly. Banks. Mm. So for me... Awards play a huge role and impact in customers to build trust with the brand when they get recognized. Mm. That's the whole purpose of an award. 
because it goes through a stringent process and somebody who is a third party is analyzing questioning and challenging them asking them why do you need to win this yes. and unless they don't answer those questions they don't get the award so i just want to wrap up by saying that awards are critical so so that you be 100% sure that there's been an independent review mm. and what you're interacting and dealing with are people who truly exist for the purpose that they talk about mm. so yeah Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. It Absolutely. was a very interesting conversation, and I'm going to uh, release you now so you can go and enjoy the festivities of the awards. Absolutely, <laughs> and I just also want to say that I love your logo. Thank you very much. And the much. colors, it's, it's fantastic. Maybe yes. we're going to use it quite extensively on our website. It I makes mean, it looks nice. I mean, <laughs> if, if we're going to continue to be a media partner with uh, Global Brands Magazine, then I don't have a problem from Absolutely. my side. Absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very, very yeah. nice. Congratulations and, on that. And I would say... Um, I love GBM. Yes. And I love Africa. Africa is amazing. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you uh, so thank much. You. Appreciate you. the opportunity. Thank, thank you. Now, the conversation does continue online on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All you have to do is go and search for uh, at Channel Africa 1 on Twitter, and you can tweet us. You can also send us an email to info at channelafrica.co.za, and you can also send us a WhatsApp message to plus 2776 Seven. It is a Friday evening right now, so we're not going to keep you cooped up too long listening to these conversations. We're going to go for a quick musical interlude. Here is uh, Seso with a song called Sondela. Be sure to enjoy it.
What an absolutely beautiful song that is Seso with uh, Sondela. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be saying that to a lot of their loved ones tonight. You know, it is a Friday evening. A lot of people like to be close to Unekaya Apakomu. Palace, uh, and I'm joined by two gentlemen right now, both of them from uh, Butler's Point of Sale Logistics. I do have Johan Slabit, who is the CEO, as well as Mark Bovum, and Mark is the Client Relations Director. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Now, Johan, let's start with you. You've just come off stage right now. You were you were speaking, and unfortunately, I was uh, out here uh, conversing with other people who are attendees of the awards. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the the speech that you just gave inside. Just some key points. The biggest issue in business right now um, is that product life cycles in general have shortened. Mm-hmm. So the demand for research and development is exceedingly high. Mm. With that brings a whole lot of need for creativity. And the minute we deal with a lot of creativity, you see the undertone of anxiety. So what we find is that a lot of corporate executives are not ready in terms of the capacity to deal with the anxieties, Mm. deal with burnout. And I think where where our company comes in is that we've seen as a personal or as an executive leadership coach as well, I see a lot of executives that struggle with this capacity. Mm. And what we've done in our business is that we said we're done to compete on deliverables. We're done as a compete with trucks and mm. boxes and deliverables because those things are all, you know, it's, it is going to happen. Yes. It's no longer a differentiator anymore. So what we did in our business is we started a drive about 18 months ago where we started differentiating our value in leadership development, in specifically authentic leadership. Deal with the uncertainties because we're living in a volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous world. And for leaders to be able to cope with all this, you need to give them the capacities to actually deal with these things. All right. And uh, uh, Mark, let's let's let Johan take a breather for it but he has been speaking for a a long time this evening and you can see he's already getting a little little bit of sweat on his forehead so we're gonna dancing now (laughs) oh he was dancing as well got me dancing and i said not in the media not in the media (laughs) now mark tell us how important is it to be i mean we've we've touched on it a little bit with johan but how important is it to be innovative in in the space that you as uh as as butlers uh are, are running in at the moment it's vital mm. uh, because everything is instant gratification. The brands want everything now, and you cannot slip up on anything. And mm. that's why in our business, the deliverables are a given. Mm-hmm. And that's why we focus in on the higher purpose stuff. And in that way, the de- leadership development helps us deal with our customers on a different level. Mm. So the relationship is important. And Dealing with the clients, you you give them excellence. Yes. Because their stuff's arriving on time, all the time. And
Follow Channel Africa on these social media platforms on Facebook, Channel Africa One, on Twitter, at Channel Africa One, and YouTube on Channel Africa Radio. Our website, www.channelafrica.co.za. Channel Africa, from an African perspective. Uh, how, how much has it grown since we've entered the fourth industrial revolution? Our challenge generally is that uh, when we talk logistics, mm. um, we talk technology, we talk artificial intelligence. Yes. The challenge is that logistics has got two, two very separate legs. Mm-hmm. The one is a standardized product. Yes. where you do the same thing, repetitive, open, over and over and get it done. When you get to point of sale logistics, your product can vary from a pen as a promotional item mm-hmm. to, a, to a skateboard ramp. Yes. And within the variability of this product, you need to be super sharp in terms of your processes. Mm. You, need to be, you need to really be next level leadership. You, you need to understand the higher order of business mm. because the variability is just so vast. So we've managed to overcome those challenges by dealing with the uncertainty in us. It actually empowered us to start dealing with uncertainty market mm. and what that has brought about with a key intervention i mean if i look at my senior management team these guys have been coaching probably in excess of 200 hours of one-on-one mm. coaching development to bring out the authenticity to love and to care and to show compassion to serve yes. profit becomes secondary mm. when you live the passion to serve when you live the passion to enrich when you live the passion to up you know to uplift yes. when you live the passion to make an interest in early child development when you live the passion to make a difference in nature conservation mm. when you live those passions all of a sudden, the business success becomes a side product of that. Mm. And I mean, a, a lot of the time, people don't realize that uh, uh, so many things that we look at in, in, in the world are actually byproducts of a, a certain something else. I mean, if we're looking at things like honey, etc., you know, the production of it, it's, it's not necessarily that bees are going out there to produce honey. They're just going to pollinate all of these different... Uh, it's a natural thing. Yes, and then it turns yeah. out that honey is a byproduct. So I love the fact that you are saying that, uh, you know, as a, as a business and as a company, that your focus is on passion and growth and then, you know, success. And the upliftment of community. Yes. We are absolutely focused on community. Mm. And we say that if we can get that right... Really, the honey will just happen all by itself. Mm. Now, Mark, as the uh, client relations director, um, you know, you hear client relations and you can imagine what goes through people's minds. That uh, there's there's probably someone that has probably screamed at you at one stage. (laughs) Tell me about your worst experience with a client. (laughs) (laughs) And and Johanna's laughing, so clearly. No names. (laughs) No, of course, no names. I mean. We, 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 I don't want anyone coming down to Empress Palace right now and, and trying to strangle all of us, but I do, I do want the story as to what happened. You know, the, the thing about client relations is that you've got to empathize and you've mm. got to put yourself in their position every time. Because you, you've got to put yourself in their position every time, but also when you're talking to them on the phone and they're shouting at you, don't forget to put them on hold before you turn to <laughs> your partner and, <laughs> and, start, and start, to, start saying something about them. <laughs> no, that's, that's very, very... You know, the, 
the relationship comes first. Yes. And it's it's about their needs. It's not mm-hmm. about my needs. Follow Channel Africa on these social media platforms on Facebook, Channel Africa One, on Twitter, at Channel Africa One, and YouTube on Channel Africa Radio. Our website, www.channelafrica.co.za. Channel Africa, from an African perspective. Just a reminder, Spotlight Africa, a feature program that showcases and highlights African issues from an African perspective, can be heard every Wednesday at 1000 hours UCT, with repeats on Wednesday at 2000 hours, Thursday at 300 hours, and Sunday at 1300 hours UCT. Listen to Spotlight Africa a program that interrogates issues from an African perspective. Spotlight Africa. They pay us for a service, and that service is to get their product into store because they might have a multi-million rand campaign happening. And we can't allow for stupidity or acts of nature or whatever Mm. to intervene. And then we go, oh, no, well, we, we couldn't do anything about it. Mm. I think the important thing is, is, is humans use emotion to make sense of the environment. Mm-hmm. So when you deal with somebody, there is sensory input, mm. which goes through literally all five senses, and yes. there's a certain emotion that they use to make sense of it. If that person at that stage is emotional, it just means that the client you're dealing with is struggling to make sense of the situation. Mm. Therefore, we cannot view it through our eyes. Then it becomes an egocentric defense mechanism. Yes. You've got to stand back and say, through their eyes, and we refer to that as accurate empathy, mm. you, through their eyes, they have just experienced something that they are struggling to make sense of, and hence you're feeling the emotion. So what... What I teach my senior management is do not react on the emotion Mm. because it's just a signal that the client is struggling to make sense of something. Therefore, absorb the emotion. No emotional kickback because the minute you do that, you get too egocentric, start fighting. You don't want to do that. You just literally absorb and ask the client very politely, what is it that you don't understand about the situation? Mm. Because it's really, it's a fact of not understanding. And once you start that question, not why are you angry? Mm. That's interesting. How did you get there? Mm. It's a totally different question. And when you then start having that debate, you then create awareness and transparency. You go, oh, now I understand why you could be upset. Mm. But luckily, I must say within our business, I don't think we get a lot of those. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm absolutely loving this conversation because... at the kind of people that listen to the radio station that uh, we're broadcasting on now, Channel Africa. We broadcast throughout the whole of Africa. And uh, we know that we have a lot of 
people in Africa who have had to create their own businesses in order to sustain themselves. And I think what we have spoken about right now, it, it, it goes from the smallest business to the Absolutely. biggest multi-billion rand Absolutely. corporation. Absolutely. And that's, that's very important. Absolutely. You know? Um, so it's also nice that we're getting to impart some knowledge in uh, some of the listeners right now. But I saw something very interesting here, uh, that your head office is in Belleville, in, in Cape, Cape Town. Town. That's it. Yes. Why Belleville? As I always say, and I get this question when I meet, <laughs> when I meet people. I mean, we, when I lived in Cape Town, we, listen, we completely referred to uh, it as behind the Boreville's curtain. No, no, no. no. You let, know? Let, me, let me explain. <laughs> uh, um, I, I get this question often. And, uh, and my standard response would be, I know that the money is up in Joburg. Uh-huh. But if the wife says she wants to be in Cape Town, you're in Cape Town. Of course. Happy wife, happy life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I know. I think born bred Cape Tonian uh-huh. um, and staying in the Sauvignon Blanc wine valley. Mm. I think once that gets into your blood, you don't want to lose that. Mm. But let's be honest. Uh, our offices up in Joburg, we've got three major warehouses up here. We've got the warehouses in Pinetown, KZN as All well. Right. So we're pretty much international in, in terms of our footprint. Okay. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I thank really you. enjoyed uh, this chat with you, and uh, I hope that you enjoy the rest of the evening. Lastly, uh, are you guys up for any awards? Apparently so, yeah. yeah. Are we it? getting the, uh, most, the, innovative the most innovative warehousing and logistics solutions for global brands? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, all the best with that, and I uh, hope you uh, walk away with it. And hopefully it's also going to inspire you to keep innovating and keep creating new Always. ways of uh, changing this industry. Of course. Just keep on having meaning. Yes. <laughs> all Thank right. you. Uh, that was uh, the two lovely gentlemen, Mr. Uh, Johan Slabert, as well as Mark Boven, both from Butler's point of sale and logistics, uh, Johan being the CEO and Mark being the client relations director. You're currently listening to Channel Africa all the way from Empress Palace in Johannesburg, South Africa at the uh, Global Brands Magazine Awards Night. We will continue right after this. Follow Channel Africa on these social media platforms. On Facebook, Channel Africa One. On Twitter, at Channel Africa One. And YouTube on Channel Africa Radio. Our website, www.channelafrica.co.za. Channel Africa, from an African perspective. Just a reminder, Spotlight Africa, a feature program that showcases and highlights African issues from an African perspective, can be heard every Wednesday at 1000 hours UCT, with repeats on Wednesday at 2000 hours, Thursday at 300 hours, and Sunday at 1300 hours UCT. Listen to Spotlight Africa a program that interrogates issues from an African perspective. Spotlight Africa. Follow Channel Africa on these social media platforms. On Facebook, Channel Africa One. On Twitter, at Channel Africa One. And YouTube on Channel Africa Radio. Our website, www.channelafrica.co.za. Channel Africa. From an African perspective.
back all the way in Johannesburg, South Africa. We're in the east, and uh, it is Empress Palace at the Global Brands Magazine Awards Night. My name is Samora Magesi. Thank you very much for joining us yet again. We are with you all the way up until 8 p.m. Central African time. A quick reminder that if you want to get in contact with us, all you need to do is send us an email to info at channelafrica.co.za. Also, you can WhatsApp us on plus 27763003327, and also on Twitter at Channel Africa One. All right, so uh, we've had the, 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 the thorns uh, with us all evening, and now it's time for us to bring the roses. I do have two lovely ladies with me uh, sitting across the table. Uh, Charlene Mayama from Avani Lesotho Hotel and Casino. She's the sales and marketing manager. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I also have uh, Deborah Girth of Deborah Girth Interior Design. Oh. Deborah Garth of De- uh, Deborah Garth Interior Design International. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Deborah. Lovely being here. Thank you. All right. So, Deborah, first of all, uh, let's talk about the international in in the name. Deborah Goth in, uh, Interior Design International. Uh, was that was that something that you decided to throw on there just because you wanted uh, you were speaking it into being? It's a part of you know uh, throwing it out into the universe or. Did you put that on there when your business became international? Yes, it became international. But I was uh, my goal was to become international. Mm-hmm. So it's been international for two years now. Right. But I've been in the business, my own company, for 27 years. Ooh. So um, it wasn't just a thing. I, <laughs> so I've been driving this for that long. I will let you know that I am not even 27 years. So. <laughs> it's a lifetime. <laughs> it's, it's a lifetime for me, definitely. Yeah. And uh, let's also move on to you, Charlene. Avani Lesotho Hotel and uh, Casino. Take us through what that is and uh, on what scale that is. Because we've already spoken about uh, Deborah's business and, and how it's international. Let's go to, to uh, the Avani Lesotho Hotel and Casino. Avani Hotel, um, Lesotho Hotel and Casino is basically a hotel. It's a mm-hmm. four-star hotel, which is in Lesotho. Yes. Um, we are part of the minor brand, mm-hmm. uh, which is minor hotels and resorts. All right. Yes. And uh, as a sales and marketing manager, what does your day-to-day consist of, especially for uh, a, a, a hotel and casino? Day-to-day is us basically trying to see how much we can uh, get the word out there, Mm -hmm. see how much um, publications we can get, how much uh, footprint we can get into the hotel. And so basically just getting presence, making sure that people know about us, people like us, of course, and they come and stay in the hotel. So Uh one of our aims, of course, would like to be the best hotel in Lesotho. Yes. Yes. Now, Deborah, how important is marketing when it comes to building a brand like your own, uh, especially in the interior design space? It's very important. Otherwise, you just don't get known. Mm. There's so many of us out there, mm-hmm. and there's more coming in once you know university ends. There's yes. just more. So you really have to get your brand out there and get known. Otherwise, your hotels won't know you exist. Your residentials won't know yes. you exist. Your corporates won't know you exist. Very important. All right, and looking at the award ceremony that we're at tonight, why is it important that uh, 
one, you get recognized as uh, Deborah Garth Interior Design International and for um, Avani Lesotho Hotel and Casino. Let's start with you, Deborah. Okay, so, well, it's, it's just great for clients. Mm. Um, I mean, they see the credibility. Yes. I've been recognized by global brands. That's a high honor. Mm. So it's all about that, and I really, that's basically it. So it's really for credibility. Mm-hmm. And for you, Charlie? Well, I agree with that as well. Um, for us, it was also a big milestone for us because as well in the Soto, people would like to know that we are recognized um, internationally as well and locally and regionally. So this was actually very, a very good honor for us and we were quite happy to, to be part of this. Now, Deborah, 27 years in the industry. One, let's start with this. I'm pretty sure you have a plethora of clients and uh, probably from anything from celebrities to uh, the, the everyday Joe. What has been the biggest budget that you've had to work with to, let's just say, furnish someone's house or you know, do the interior of someone's house? I can't give you a figure because um, they, when they give you carte blanche, that's the best. Oh. <laughs> and when we're talking, when we're talking card plants, we're talking blank checks. We, we're talking exactly. You're talking it's go wonderful. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, you act responsibly. Yes. But that's the best budget. All right, and uh, Charlene, what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you in the space that you're working in right now? Uh, the biggest challenge for us, I think it's, it's, it's basically within our own market in Lesotho. It's mm-hmm. a very small country. Um, so to get, uh, visitors, to get tourism into the country, to get people to actually come and, and expand the tourism, that's actually the biggest thing because right now, There isn't a lot of people who recognize Lesotho as a country to even go and visit over a weekend or even for a vacation. So it is quite challenging to to introduce the country, introduce the hotel, making sure that people actually come over. How big is the hospitality industry in Lesotho at the moment? For hotels, there's only about three hotels, but there's a lot of bed and breakfasts um, Mm -hmm. and um, lodges lodges so in terms of that there is a lot of establishments for people to stay in and of course there's other places that are for like the Afro skis and the Samongong next to the famous waterfall Malutsinyana Falls those actually do well as well Follow Channel Africa on these social media platforms on Facebook, Channel Africa One, on Twitter, at Channel Africa One, and YouTube on Channel Africa Radio. Our website, www.channelafrica.co.za. Channel Africa, from an African perspective. Done a lot because... Now there's a lot of establishments. It's even mm. bigger now. So instead of us just being one of three hotels, now we're still sharing the market share of people coming in. Mm. So it is, it's done a very big impact. So, and it's a small country. Population itself is only 2 million. Now yeah. also the people visiting are very few. So we're all sharing all of that. 
Now, Deborah, also uh, with the same question, because I, I, I've been seeing a lot of technology with regards to interior design where people can actually take a picture off of their tablet or their smartphone and they can uh, play around with the interior of their home and take a, a chest of drawers, you know, from a, a picture and put it on there and see what it would look like in their house. And maybe a lot of people are feeling nowadays that they don't need an interior designer to actually take them through the process. Yeah. Uh, is, what would you s how do you combat that well, you know it's very sad that this happens but it's good to play around but don't believe in that mm. you still need your expert yes you really need the experience and the eye but that what that that app um, and that ability does help you to play around but it's not the be all and end all you can't you've got to have a, a you've got to have a professional on board I, I would, um, you yeah. know, strongly, strongly suggest that maybe you, you, you start to play around with it a little bit because, uh, you know, we're, we're speaking about millennials nowadays and people who are wanting certain things and, and, and yes, you do find purists, you know, who want a certain kind of feel or a certain kind of way of doing things and a certain interaction, but, um, you know, there, there are certain brands who have gotten left behind because they didn't necessarily move well, moving oh, forward the is the form of communication with the yes. millennials. So instead of the emailing or the one-on-one -on -one face meetings, mm. they prefer WhatsApp or whatever. Of course. Yeah. So that change you must do. Yes. But design is an art and science, so mm. you just cannot just do it with those little apps. You know, it just doesn't work. Um, and then obviously we offer much, much more. I mean, we do uh, 3D renders for them, and then you can see the actual reality mm. well, this is what you're going to get so it's a 3d render whereas before we used to draw by hand perspectives and also we do um 3d printing so if we had to do a model we do a 3d printing model all right so you are, you are yeah. so you are keeping up with the time oh yes it's just, it's you just don't, in a, a, you don't in a sit yes. Yes. but that's the service we offer you yes. you see those little apps go play but yes. don't if you want to really invest i mean for hotels you just cannot do that mm. for corporate you can't do that and even with residential no but i mean i think that when it comes to the hospitality industry as uh, especially when it comes to a hotel the nice thing now is that we are able to book hotels online oh, and yes. go onto the internet and do all of that yes. and uh I'm, I'm really glad to see that uh you know we are not getting left behind in all spheres no. when it comes to no. technology i'm especially loving the fact that uh deborah you do 3D models and 3D printing. I am so fascinated yeah, by right. 3D printing. That is one of my favorite things. But ladies, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, that was Charlene Maema from Avani Lesotho Hotel and Casino. She is the sales manager as well as uh, Deborah Goff of Deborah Goff Interior Design International. <laughs> Have to say the international. Thanks. Thank it's you. been great. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. So the, that is how we draw to a close for this evening. Thank you very much for joining us from the Global Brands Magazine Awards Night, all the way in the east of Johannesburg at Empress Palace. My name is Samora Mangesi, and uh, this is Channel Africa. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do so. Info at channelafrica.co.za plus two seven seven six three zero zero three three two seven, as well as at Channel Africa One on Twitter. We do want to hear from you, but from us here in Empress Palace at the Global Brands Magazine Awards Night. It's good night, God bless, and we'll see you again next week.